0: Blog Talk Radio.
1: Forever Blue Shirts Radio.
0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to this special, special episode of Forever Blue Shirts Radio. We are live. If people want to call in, we will call in. Joining me today are Mr. Kevin Kroupy. Say hi to the folks at home, Kevin. I'm actually here this time, so it's fantastic. Hello. And as always, the host of the late program the legendary, the one and only, Mr. John Luke Paro joins the show again.
1: Hi, hi, everybody. I don't get any money from that whatsoever, <laughs> and thank goodness this is being done over the phone because I don't think my breath smells too great, but hi, guys.
2: <laughs> <laughs> but why, why would I need to worry about that anyway?
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> that, that's a good point. So, Um, we decided that we wanted to have a special episode before the year's out because we wanted to give our end of the year thoughts, what to look forward to in 2019, and let everyone know that the Rangers will be better soon. So, you know what? We're not going to start with me today as we normally do. We're going to start with JL. JL. And JL is going to give highest moment of the year for the Rangers and his lowest moment of the year for the Rangers in his opinion. So go ahead, buddy.
1: Um, does this include last season? Because last season does yeah, yeah, still this over. In
0: season. Season. Yeah, yeah.
1: Oh, uh, okay. So if we're gonna use the parameters of this year only, uh, I think the high point of this year so far was, I think, just the way the, – It's not a high point per se. It's more of just the the direction the team is going. And I'd like to say the high point is the hiring of David Quinn. Honestly, I think the hiring of David Quinn really uh, signified that this team is serious in trying to, uh, you know, get you know trying to get into a, a different direction than they were before, and. It's nice to see them actually go forward with what they're trying to do, and you could say the draft, and obviously getting Miller and craft ball. That's another high point, by the way. If You you watching any of the World Juniors games? This kid is a stud. Um, so that that's that's one high point, and the uh the, one of the lowest points of the season, I think, to me, was the last day of last season, uh, when they lost just. That terrible game against the Flyers where they just look like they phoned it in, and then the it, it's a low point, of course, but it's also kind of funny at the same time because then you look at uh, Elaine Vigneault, who I mentioned his name. Sorry, uh, he, he goes and they ask him about his job security, and he's like, "Well, I think I'm going to be here." Well, 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 you're fired. <laughs> you know, <laughs> no. I, I I think that was kind of a low point because it just you know, you could tell there was a, it was they they were in, they were in really just, they weren't in sync. The organization and him, and you could tell the arrogance, and it just that was a that was kind of a crappy way to end the season. So that that's just for me, at least. So
0: yeah, I mean, I agree with that. I mean, we're all glad AV's gone. That was a disastrous last year. Of course, year, so by, by far, um, high points for me this year. Definitely. I, I'm going to have to agree with you with David Quinn. Um, you need a coach that understands how the game works today. You need a coach that preaches puck possession. You need a coach that gets the very best out of his players. And that's exactly what David Quinn has been doing. He doesn't have the best team on his but he is working really nicely with what he has. Um, Obviously, getting Vitaly Kravtsov was amazing, and a lot of us didn't like it, but man, that kid is proving literally every single person wrong on draft night in June. He's going to be a very... I also think another high note was, uh, oh, especially earlier in this current season, nice to see that Brett Howden can already play in the NHL, and I think Libor Hayek, although he doesn't have a lot of points down in Hartford, I think that defensively, he's pretty sound, and we're going to see some good stuff from him in the coming months. Low point? I mean, look, whenever you finish out of the playoffs, it's not something you want to make a habit of. So, see, like, seeing this team play meaningless games in April was strange because as a Rangers fan, that hasn't really happened in the past before. I mean, as someone who has, has followed the team since sixth grade, there's only, I've only seen them not make the playoffs one time.
1: Of course.
0: Yeah. So, yeah. it was very strange to see this team playing meaningless games. Honorable mention, the letter. Uh, management really oh, yeah. this team isn't that was great. Or set up for long-term success, and you basically explain to your fan base, you know, there's going to be some rough times, there's going to be some trades you're not all going to like, but we're going to be better, we're going to win a Stanley Cup, and you have to have some patience while we get the pieces in the right place. Kevin's... You
2: definitely can't do that twice no, in, in two years. I think that, no, that letter not. Not. is the one-time kind of buyout for them for a really crappy season. Uh, high point for the whole year, right? All of 2018? Correct. I got to say the trade deadline. I think Jeff Gordon really hit it out of the ballpark starting with, you know, that trade for the third-round pick for uh, Nick Holden. I thought that was way over his value. I think it set up <laughs> the market for the rest of the, the trade deadline. No, I'm serious. I think, I think that it's was great. True. I think that was great on him. It's true, though, because then they ble- – I, I, Someone, some people disagree with me with the fleece of Rick Nash. I thought that was a great trade. That was a fantastic, know, was fantastic
0: trade. That was a fantastic trade. Some people are like, trade. yeah, but. No, I agree. Him. That's right. Good for him. <laughs> By the but, way, Kevin. You know, he, Kevin, the boss is listening right now. Oh, the oh, boss. And oh, no. the boss is listening. Oh. He's going to right <laughs> come and give the app
1: the everybody.
0: He's going to come and give me the app and run away. <laughs> 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 and then
3: I'm but
2: I think that's the high point. I think the trade line was huge. It set up those three first-round picks for Kratsov, uh, Keandre Miller, which they ended up having a trade-up for, and then Niles Lundqvist. All three great picks on the first round. I really think he shot it out of the park with that. The downside really, I think, has just been false hope this season. I think yeah. uh, that huge 8-1-1 one, one stretch that they had, I think they really shouldn't have gone on. I'm not saying, like, that was a choice, but I think it was just a horrible like tone to set for the fan base. I think if they'd been bad this whole season, I think they would be more on board. But now you're getting different viewpoints from different people. Don't trade Hayes. Don't trade Cryer. Don't trade Zuccarell. We need these guys for the future. But I feel like a lot of people aren't on the the bandwagon of – I'm not going to talk about Hayes anymore. It's just like one thing I wanted to talk oh, about. Oh, boy.
1: Yeah, you just you know, have to bring it up. It you it. You.
2: I had to. I had yeah. to. But, no, I'm know, serious. You just have to that's bring that's it That's how you have to – Like, a lot of people, a lot of different fans are calling out, saying, oh, we need to keep these guys here. They're veteran leaders. But you forget about Kirk. You forget about Mika Zabandjad. And, obviously, Chris Cry is going to stay. I honestly think he should be the captain next year. But this is the false hope that they've been giving Rangers fans. And the fact that they're right in the middle of the standings doesn't help this rebuild year, which, obviously, everybody knew from that letter that Russell mentioned is going to be this year. So, I just think it's – that's just the
0: downside for me. Sure. And now – Welcoming back to oh, God, no. Street, <laughs> the man, the Don himself, the guy who makes this all possible on a daily basis,
3: That's Mr. Anthony
0: Soltori. How you doing, Ed? You know, for
3: many years, <laughs> I give you guys <laughs> opportunity. And you think one time, one time, you, you invite me over for a cup of coffee a or, cool, or something, to be on a
0: podcast.
3: I don't understand. This is how we treat our friends, our family.
0: What's up, guys? <laughs> <laughs> Honestly,
3: I-, I could not not do that after hearing Kevin, you know, blab away and then start with the <laughs> godfather. I have no idea what, no. if that was close no. to it. I don't know. That <laughs> good enough. Sure,
2: good enough. I appreciate it. He yeah. tried. He tried. <laughs> I was scared.
3: <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, boys. Uh, first off, uh, happy to be on. Happy New Year to uh, all the listeners.
0: You too, you too. Uh, Happy to New Year, you,
3: Yeah, to the writers, to you guys. Twenty uh, eighteen. Like I said, I wrote today. Twenty eighteen's been an amazing year for the site. I mean, we almost cracked two million page views, which is yeah. pretty stunning. Wow. Our, our work is everywhere. Uh, I mean, I was looking at, I was going deeper into the stats, and it's like, literally, it, it's it's two million, almost two million page views. But then you got to boil that, what what that really means, and the number of unique IP, so like visits, users, was over four hundred thousand. Like that wow. that that number really blows me away, because you know people come back, they go to the site, they'll comment, you know, maybe they'll read the two or three articles a day, so those start to they, they start to mount up. I mean, when you start looking at the course of a year and you're like, wow, how many individuals, like, came to the site? It's, it's pretty impressive. I got to tell you, man, and it's not just Ranger fans because we, we tend to write,
0: you know, <laughs> articles about
3: the league and other players out there. I mean, we've, let's, we're infatuated with the Toronto Maple Leafs, I think, about as much as the rest of the NHL is. So I know we've got lots of hits from Toronto, too, uh, when we're talking about William Nylander you know many of them commented on some of our posts like dream on they were right <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah. yeah no man this is it, it's been fun and the rangers are a fun team too you know uh, you can't be down on a team that's in the middle of a rebuild you know it's just it's just you kind of got to take it with a grain of salt everything that everything that they do this year uh and you and you got to give Quinn the time to to get his job done, and the Rangers really kind of need to know where they are. This was this this is like a, a where they are season. Where do they really need to go? And I heard you guys talking about it, you know. And our feelings. I think the general consensus of this group is that we we really would like them to be worse. I think that's to me. We want them to be worse. A lot of people I, like losing is never good, but if Jack if Jack Hughes is there man, this is the type of player we need. This is the type of player that you You go, yeah, this is championship caliber type stuff. You know, if Kratsoff is everything he, he seems to be, and they were right about him over Wallstrom, and you get a player like Jack Hughes to go with it, you're talking two kids that lead this franchise for a decade. You know? And I just, please, I can't, I... I I'm waiting. Let's go. <laughs> Please give me something good. Please. God. So, so I mean, wait. <laughs> what
0: what you're saying is this team needs to be worse, and they should put themselves in a position to get a top three pick in the draft.
3: 100%. And I, and I truly believe, and they can't say it, but I truly believe Jeff Gordon knows he has to do that. I think he's at the World oh, Junior sure. Championships. I think he's watching Jack Hughes play. And even if he doesn't get Jack Hughes, you know, um,
0: Who's that? Who are the other two kids, Russ? You wrote about them today. Uh, so Capo is one. Capo Cacco mm-hmm. from TPS. And the third pick has been kind of up for grabs recently. It's been kind of shifting between uh, Dylan Cousins of the Lethbridge Hurricanes and the guy who I think they're going to target if they get three is Vasily Colson of the – like Scott St. Petersburg's minor league team right now.
3: But the bottom line is they need to be in the top five to land, possibly to be to, – even hopefully move up to land one of those picks.
0: Yes, exactly. You,
3: and you want to be in the top. It, it, listen, even if you finish, if you don't get the number one overall pick and you finish sure. second or third, uh, you're in prime position to maybe move up a spot uh, with a trade or whatever the case may be. You get lucky. Uh, if, they're, if they're all where they were, you know, last season, we wanted them to tank. The tank wasn't good enough. Lunquist kept them in games. They had a great November which basically bloated their stats and kept them from being in the top five. It's really, when you look at it, that one run, and I'm wondering if the 9-1-1 one, one run we had did the same thing, it won't have that same negative impact to us by keeping us out of the top five.
2: I definitely agree, and I was actually going to bring that up if you didn't, with this, this huge run that they had, and now, like I said, they're in the middle of the pack where in the beginning, when they first started, were bottom five and they were treading water, and we all I thought it was great. I'm like, oh, this is awesome. They're playing good at hockey, but they're losing. So, who doesn't like that? Who doesn't like the outcome you want to see, but they're still entertaining? And as I'm going to bring it up again, and I, I don't want to, but I have to. You've got to trade your most valuable players now. If you really are committed to the tank, and you really want to get rid of these guys, you have to trade them. You, you have to trade them now. You don't want to lose them for nothing. And that was the same thing with Rick Nash last season. It was the same thing. Well, you know, Nick Holden isn't. Nick
0: Nick Holden really isn't uh, please, a please, good example. Please, yeah the like name to Stop with Nick Holden. I don't want to think about Nick Holden anymore. I don't want to even. Yeah, I don't even. But... Any thoughts of Nick
3: Holden ending this, this mind space? So, someone some would say that Kevin is holding on to that.
0: Oh, uh, oh okay. <laughs> that, was,
3: that was I, I was stupid. waiting. For now that. I'm going to say
0: uh, the thing
2: uh, that I did want to say
0: is. I'm going to fire myself. See you later. You know what? We're going to get a definitive answer from the boss here now. We've all discussed. We've heard people's opinions in our group chat that we have. But now I want to hear from the man himself. Ant, should Kevin Hayes stay or should Kevin Hayes be traded?
3: Uh, That is not a black or white answer. That's completely <laughs> that. <laughs> I'm, I'm telling you, it's not as easy as people think with, it uh, is. I, I knew it. <laughs> here's the here's the bottom line, and this is there there's there are untouchables on this team. Those untouchables are, um, and I'm talking. Let, let's let's take the kids out of the equation. Kids do not get discussed. Got it? So Huchnevic, Tiedel, Anderson. We're not talking about any of those players. We're not talking about you know uh, Tony D'Angelo. We're not talking about Neil Pionk. We're not. Let's get off of that subject.
1: Is still considered a kid? I mean, he's been around no. for some time. Maybe. Who? Bucinavich.
3: No, Bucinavich is still, to me, has not – this is – what is he, entering his his third season? He I was think it's
1: his third season, yeah. Yeah, he
3: was, he was pinned to a bench last year for the most part, playing nine minutes. We have no idea what we have in this kid, so he's untouchable as far mm-hmm. as I'm concerned.
0: Mm-hmm. Good point.
3: So, Zabanajad, right? You got Zabanajad and Hayes. Zabanajad is, to me, a perfect number two center. So let's leave him alone. Don't touch him. He's got a great contract. He's fine. He's offensively talented. He's just not fit to be a number one center. He's just too much responsibility, too much to do. And he Unless maybe he gets the right winger, and you go, okay, holy crap. He, he is, he is a, more than a point-of-game player, and he's everything he was supposed to be as a first-round you know, first draft pick. Let's keep him out of the equation. Then you talk about another player like Chris Kreider. Now Chris Kreider you have to listen. He's an unrestricted free agent after next year. He's going to look for a contract. that's going to take him into his 30s. Players start to decline when they hit like 29 30 at this point in the league. It, I mean, they're still productive. Most of them are still productive but you start to see a little decline in the game. I think he's finding he, he's playing his best hockey he's ever played as a ranger. okay, Or bet in his NHL career. If you can get because he, he has a lot of trade value, because he has a year remaining on his contract, so he's not a rental. If you can get something for him, okay, a, a defenseman, uh, somebody that, a young defenseman, a young enough coming forward, then you, you, you make the move. You've got to get real players that are going to fit in the long-term plans for, for, for the Rangers, because you've got Krafts off coming. You hopefully have. I'm praying that Jack Hughes coming. That would be wonderful. We can dream, all right. But you've got to start thinking that way. You maybe you sign a Panarin to replace Kreider's, Cr- uh, you know, 30, 40 goals for next year. And now of a sudden you got a real offensive, dynamic player. And I'm and I'm warning everybody. Everyone sees Panarin's offense, but you haven't seen Panarin's defense. It's not good.
0: <laughs>
3: it's not. I. It's really. And plus. He, does, he plays with the puck too long, and he gets stripped, and he gets knocked off the puck. So Panarin right now is on a very good Columbus team. So a lot of his, a lot of his mistakes don't, get, don't hurt them. And everyone's focused on his great offensive ability. But Panarin at $10 million a season might be a little much, but let's, let's see where that goes. The bottom line is when you're talking about Kevin Hayes, he unfortunately, Hayes is a U.S.A. So he's, in essence, a rental. So unless you allow a team to immediately come January, start talking to him before the – you've got to give teams time. You've got to say, Kevin Hayes is officially available, and let teams work out a contract so that way you get, a, you get full value for Hayes. If you go to the deadline, he does not have a contract, you won't get what he, sh- he-, he should give you.
0: And yep. I think well, those are all good points about Kevin Hayes, and you're right. It's not essentially black and white. It's not, and it's gonna, t- it's gonna take. I feel like a really big, solid offer for them to even consider. It's gonna take something that's gonna knock Jeff Gordon off his feet for him to. He's not gonna trade him for spare parts. He's just not gonna do it. And if, if special, he's forced to trade him as a rental, you can't let him yeah. walk. You can't you let can't, him walk. No, if, I agree.
3: Everyone saw what happened with John Tavares, right?
0: Yeah. Yes. Yeah. They yeah, didn't yeah. get a picture. And as we are on air, something I would like to report to those people that are listening: the 2020 Winter Classic is being reported to take place at the Cotton Bowl in Dallas, with the Dallas Stars being the host team, and the two frontrunners to face the Dallas Stars are the New York Rangers and the Minnesota Wild. Oh. January 1st at the Cotton Bowl, no. in Dallas, Texas. No. That's awesome. No. That's no. great. I I know, JL. That's really that's cool.
3: No, Let me I mean, so. no. I'm, all I'm gonna say is if the front runners are the Rangers and the Minnesota Wild, yeah. I'm I I'm am s i am gonna say the Rangers just won that <laughs>
1: <laughs> but, I mean, if it's Minnesota, I mean you could do the whole dallas Minnesota old versus new kind of thing like one, most of these winter classics generally have like a connection to each other. I think that the only winter classic I can possibly remember that really doesn't have a connection to each other is Boston Philly, you know, but other than that, these winter classics tend to have some sort of connections um with each other i I just don't I don't see I, the Rangers and it, I don't know. That just it doesn't seem viable to me. I don't. I don't know. I mean, will I be upset that the Rangers are playing on New Year's Day again? No, of course not, because I had a ball uh, this year. Uh, uh, so, so um,
3: Buffalo, so oh, Buffalo and Pittsburgh. That 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 was a rivalry to you or something?
1: <laughs> well, <laughs> well, actually, I forgot I, I mean, about that one. About actually, that actually. That that was a for,
3: well, I think it's, it's just Buffalo,
1: cold City, all that. You know, so I mean, you know.
0: I mean, <laughs>
1: wow, the was hey, really real here, huh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ch- Chicago, Boston—it's original six. I mean, that's different, you know? Yeah,
0: but I don't think we'd be upset seeing the Rangers play another outside game.
1: <laughs> no, no, I wouldn't be against it. Yeah. Trust me, <laughs> anyway, more, as long as team it's team not against Green. Philly. So.
0: Yeah. Okay,
3: yeah. I, I'm going to be a, a TV executive for a second here. All right, so we just landed the Winter Classic in, in in Texas at the Cotton, and and we're going to have the Dallas Stars play them. Okay, the Dallas Stars, really? Yeah, yeah, the Dallas Stars. Okay, who's going to play them? Well, we're, we're thinking maybe the Ducks of Anaheim. I don't care. Um, no, 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 no. Seriously, maybe the Blackhawks again. Yeah, we're going to put the Blackhawks in the winter class again? Oh, no, no, okay. Uh, uh, who, who else should we – how about the Winnipeg – no, stop, stop. Don't even say it. Don't finish that word. Um, uh, the Rangers? New York, medium. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah. What about Minnesota? That's at least a- – no, stop. Stop! No, I'm not wild about the wild. Thank you, Rangers. Thank you. <laughs> so, so I just did. I just just did. Yes, yeah, kind of the way it went. And there's the guy in the background going, bada boom, bada bing. You know, and it's <laughs> the, the, the Rangers got it. It's theirs. Ranger, Rangers, you know, it's the classic. We, write that up.
1: It- it's so funny because right it off offices are in New York, so the guy would be sitting in the back saying,
3: bada boom bada bang, there
1: you yeah, go, it let's it You heard know it, about about
0: it. Here, first. here first, the New York Rangers will be in the 2020 Winter Classic against the Dallas <laughs> Stars. If that actually does happen, let's be real here for a second. If that does get announced tomorrow, because they typically announce the next Winter Classic on the day of the, the current one. Um... <laughs> God, would, any, would anyone be interested in taking a trip down to Dallas, Texas to see the boys? I'll do it. Let's go.
3: Yeah. The boys. As, the boys a in
0: ma- blue. as a
3: married man who has traveled to Dallas, I don't think that would be healthy for me.
0: There are things you we cannot Dallas discuss on I, this call. <laughs> there are things we cannot discuss what I know about Dallas on this
3: call. <laughs> oh,
0: man. Well, if you think about it, it would be a pretty star studded <laughs> matchup, though. You have Tyler Sagan and Jamie Benn going against Jack Hughes, Vitaly Kravtsov, Artemi Panarin, oh. and, you know.
3: Yeah, and, uh,
0: at Mika's advantage, I biting think a <laughs> <too>.
1: Oh, man. Someone's <laughs> biting off more than Q right now. My goodness.
3: You know, let me tell you this. If the Rangers do get announced of the Winter Classic they are so going to ring the ping-pong balls for the Rangers to get, Jack Hughes. Oh, hell yeah. Oh, I hope hope so. (laughs) Ring it up. Let's go. Look at this. All all of a a sudden, anybody who is against maybe the uh, Stars with the Classic, with the Rangers, like, oh, wait a minute, wait a minute. Ring ping-pong balls? I'm there.
0: (laughs) Ring it up. Let's go. (laughs) They're going to need to sell the star power. They're going to need to sell the Jack Hughes, American athlete, New York Rangers,
1: in Dallas, January 1st. Uh, Artemi Panarin, Russian spy. <laughs> <laughs> Pavel Buchnevich, another Russian spy.
0: Oh. Oh, I'm excited about this happened because I'm a sucker for buying more jerseys, so the jersey's going to look nice. We know that already. But actually, something I do want your guys' thoughts on... Uh, about I think I think ten or twelve teams are getting third jerseys next season, and the Rangers are one of them. It's been confirmed. So what do we want this third jersey to look like? Heritage style, Liberty. Kevin, what do you think? What's what do you want the third jersey to look like next year? I would
2: love if it was a Liberty jersey. I thought that was nice. They use it for their practice jerseys. It's fantastic. But it would be interesting to see something new, something that they haven't done. Nothing that just says Rangers or New York across their chest diagonally. <laughs> But
3: oh boy.
2: And Don't maybe get just not that. it's just but it's just something something different would be cool. But you know, obviously everybody has their feelings about change. So, you know, Liberty Jersey would be nice. If if I had a if I was a Betting man, um, <laughs> I would put all my money on Liberty Jersey, but I would be sorely disappointed, I'm sure. It's probably just gonna be the heritage jersey again, but hopefully Liberty Jersey.
0: And JL, we're getting to last because I know you're the Jersey guy and you have a lot to say. Uh,
1: Of course, yeah. yeah, What do you think?
0: We're getting a new third jersey. What do you think they should make it look like? Honoring history, new design. Where where should they go with it? Oh, did we lose Ant? Is Ant still here? Yeah. Ant, are you still here? There he is. Okay. You you, you were asking me. Yeah, I was asking you. Yeah.
3: You're on the the show.
0: I'm sorry. I'm
3: old, guys. Um, okay, ready? <laughs> what? what do they yeah. say?
2: How
3: How about this one? Okay. Bring it. Honor the team, the original New York hockey team that got kicked out of the garden in place of the Rangers, the New York Americans. Um,
1: the Americans? Yep. Oh,
3: oh that's different.
1: That's different. Ah, I like that.
0: I like that, too.
3: That's not, that's not well, bad. That, I, You know what? Ring. Man. That's why I run the site, boys. <laughs> <laughs> got to this
0: all day.
1: I like that. <laughs> oh, wow.
0: All right, I'll top That's that. Fun. What do you think it's going to be?
1: Okay, so uh, brace yourselves, because Jersey guy here. If anyone doesn't know, I have a pretty good collection of jerseys. Uh, if you want to see it, check my Facebook page. Not a big deal. Um, <laughs> um, I... I think they're they're going to go with the Liberty design because they've been asking for it a lot lately. What I it's either gonna be the Liberty design or they're probably gonna bring back the Winter Classic jersey. It seems time Connell tend to have a history of doing that. I think Philly did that a couple of years ago when they brought in that orange jersey and it was their um winter classic jersey from twenty twelve. Talk about living in the past. Um but it's either that or uh, you know, the out-of-the-park uh, idea that Ant just brought, which was, the, you know, the, uh, brought the Brooklyn Americans jerseys. Um, but, uh, I, you know, I, I, I just I, – my thoughts are all over the place on this. Me, preferably, as long as they don't go with the whole EA Sports digital NHL 19 design where they legit have the New York Rangers logo superimposed over the whole jersey – with everything else white, then we're good. So any design will be okay. You know,
0: yeah. Definitely not that digital six jersey, for sure, for sure. Um, And now we actually have a bit of news to discuss, another bit of news to discuss here, because there's breaking stuff all over the place while we're recording this. Breaking. Bill Hill will miss his first game this season, as he will be a healthy scratch tonight when the Rangers take the ice. I don't know how I feel about that for me
3: shocked. I mean I'm <laughs> <color laughs> me shocked. Oh god, really. All right, listen. Yeah, like while while all you guys were pumping your Philip Hedel loving fists cuz he was on a little tear which was nice to see, I knew that that was actually an exception and not the norm. All right? He's a young kid, he's discovering his game, and in all honesty, he has to learn a lot. So the fact that, you know, He might be tailing off a little bit, and he wants to see a little bit more. David Quinn apparently feels that scratching you and giving you a a game in the bench and hoping you come back a little angry is a good motivational tool. All I'm going to say is this. That's great for David Quinn starting off as a rookie coach with a young team. If David Quinn is pulling shit like this, and I shouldn't have said the S word, but this is going to have to be a not safe for work podcast. If he's pulling stuff like this, okay, you're going to so have to look ex- now. Uh, okay. Now I'm going to get the explicit ly- lyric thing on my podcast. If, <laughs> for one word. Okay. To that one little poo-poo word. So if he's going to pull stuff like that, okay, in a few years, it's going to, it's going to get old fast with some of the vets. It works now because he's establishing himself, but that's going to get old real fast. Now with Hedo, I think it'll benefit to get out of to get it, just get away from the game a little bit, just see it from the stands, and bring him back in. But we've seen already with some of these young guys, and he's trying to get them going. That at the end of the day, he's really he really leans on his veterans anyway. You know, he hasn't done this to Kreider. He hasn't done this to Zabanajad. He hasn't done this with Hayes. He hasn't done it with any. And, and there, there have been stretches where Kreider's invisible. Okay? Kreider's been invisible yeah. in some stretches. And, you know, before Hayes got into this score, he was pretty bad to start the season. Okay? Zibanej has probably been the most consistent. Zuccarello, aside from being, you know, hurt, he's been not very good. I don't see him sitting in the sitting parked somewhere. So. It seems to be only to motivate certain young players on how to teach them the game. So, fine for now, but don't pull this stuff in a few years. That's all I'm going to say on the fact that Hedl's scratched. Go ahead.
0: You guys can talk about it. I'm sure you're more upset than I am. This is more a Quinn issue than a Hedl issue. I mean, my whole thing is I understand why he's doing it. I get it but at the same time, you want to make sure a player like him gets as many minutes as possible with how much they have riding on his development process. He is going to be a very important part of this rebuild. They drafted him to be an important part of this rebuild, and hopefully this will get him going because I want him to succeed. We all want him to succeed because the kid has, the kid has great puck skills, but it's clear that maybe things are a little too quick for him at this point. Maybe he's still adjusting, and that's Okay. But hopefully in the long run this is one of the things that gets him going. JL, do you have thoughts on Filipino being scratched? I, what do you think?
1: I as 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 someone who is probably the co pilot of the Filipino bandwagon, I <laughs> actually have no I actually have no problem with this. Because, you know, it's... You're trying to set a tone, and the Rangers know exactly what they're going to get or what they want to get from Filipe. The kid is absolutely electric once he is in the zone, and you know that little stretch that he had. You know, might have been a flash in the pan a little bit, but the kid is talented. Okay, we know, we all know that. So if this can light a fire under him. Then that's good. Like it did Brady Shea. It took him it took Brady a little longer to get going, but I think the couple of scratches really got to him and he started to um really level out his play. He was fantastic against Columbus, uh and he was fantastic last night against uh it was last night, right? Yeah. Um <laughs> against um <laughs> against Nashville. See, you know, uh, I'm I'm getting old too, so I'm 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 losing my brain a little bit. But um you know <laughs> so you know, I, I, I like it, you know, it holds people accountable and, you know, it, it's consistent with the message that Quinn is trying to send. Listen, you're good. You're, 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 we want you to play better. Take a breather. You're not doing so well. Take a look, see what happens. And, you know, I, it, you know, on the plus side, it gives, you know, Boo Nieves more time to play too, because, you know, uh, it's nice to see Boo back up here and, and playing well, even though I kind of, do a curveball there a little bit, but yeah, no, I, I think this is good. I think this is great, and good thing this happened, and good thing all of this is happening before my Heedle jersey comes in.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I, think it's a, I think
2: it's a good idea. I think uh, exactly what JL just said, when they scratched Brady Shea, he came back with some fire under him, and he really played like the player we know him to be. I disagree at the timing, though. I think you're about to play one of the worst teams in the league, and it could have been just a shootout between the two teams and Hedo could get some really good confidence going and then you wouldn't need to scratch him. I think maybe sit him against a really good team, then give him the rest, and then come back. I think picking off these bad teams and, like, you know, kind of showcasing your skills, playing against worse players to really give yourself that confidence level that you need to play in the NHL, then he would get used to it. It's just – it's not good timing. I would have sat him against Nashville before I sat him against St. Louis. Even though they won against – Nashville. I just, rather than see him play against the worst team, to just showcase what he could do. Do a little stick handling. Be be a little pretty. Like, you know, show why he was drafted when he was drafted.
0: This is my take no need
1: to Kevin Shattenkirk's going to come in and score a hat-trick tonight. What do you mean? That's right. Kevin if
0: Shattenkirk that, is going to in
1: If that, if the
0: that, that happens, I'll,
2: I'll, I'll buy a Kevin Shattenkirk jersey.
1: No, as a matter of okay. fact, if that happens, I will send you my Kevin Shattenkirk jersey. I just that, wanted to get I, that I out of the, the air that so I own Kevin a Kevin
0: Shattenkirk, Shattenkirk jersey. Yeah. <laughs>
1: as a matter of well, fact, I'm not, gonna wear that jersey the, today. We were so. all
0: excited
2: when they signed Kevin Shattenkirk that July. like. Oh,
1: finish. dude. I was I, I love the guy. I don't know why you guys hate I mean, him so much. Look, I love Kevin I Shattenkirk. I don't
0: hate him either, but and look, when we got Rick Nash, Kevin myself and our other friend Armand went to the NHL store that day and got Rick Nash jersey. So I get it. We thought Rick I was Nash was going to be got something that jersey though. though. He has this in his closet. In his closet. But oh, okay. moving on here, since we're into the new year, everyone talks about resolutions and wishes and things they want to have happen in the next year. I want everyone here to give one Rangers wish for 2019. One thing that you want over all things do to happen to in 2019. I'm I in like first. like we all have the same wish here. Please, please let us win the draft lottery. Please, please let us get an elite offensive player for once. Please. I am begging the hockey gods because, please, that would change this entire thing around. Getting someone like Jack Hughes on this team would be amazing. Even if we don't come in third or last in the league or somehow have the luck that the Devils had a few years, pass on to us. Let us, you know, move up all those spots and get that top pick. Please, hockey gods. Please deliver us this elite number one center who can drive our offense for the next decade and a half. Please. Kevin, what is your Rangers' wish for 2019? Obviously,
2: that's my number one wish, but I'll go a little off so it keeps things interesting. Please, (laughs) please trade your pending UFAs. Please get somehow five first-round picks because it's very possible to get five first-round picks in this draft. Please let Tampa Bay win the Stanley Cup so we can get their first round pick. Please win the draft lottery, so we get the first overall pick. Please trade Hayes, grow, and then maybe somebody else to
3: get three more first round picks. It's just, it's possible. It's very, very possible. So, so so Kevin, what, what part of just one thing didn't you understand? I want everything.
2: (laughs) (laughs) If If I did have to choose, though, I would like if they traded their, their top guys to get
3: some
0: good assets back. Ant, what do you think, Ant? What's your number one wish?
3: Uh, a New York American (laughs) star jersey.
0: I like it. I like it
3: though. I think it's very racist. You you really want mine? Yes. it's a wish, right? It's a wish. (laughs) Anything Anything I want. Anything. (laughs) Anything like a unicorn. <laughs> um, <laughs> signing Austin Matthews to an offer sheet that Toronto cannot match. Oh there yeah.
0: oh, it is. I saw there the yeah.
1: <laughs> Actually, you know what? Can I can I just elaborate on that real quick before I get to that? No. Man, I have is somebody, that Kevin again? Um, That's no this is Let's this is jail. jail. No, it's oh this jail, jail. So, okay. So do uh, you guys remember the piece that I did with that uh, my friend from Toronto who, who does the podcast up over there? Yeah, so yeah. I, I, I did not mention this to him at all because I saw that you posted it, and I, I kind of used to rib him a little bit about the Rangers potentially giving an offer sheet a couple months prior. So I'm walking into work one day, and I look at my phone, and I see he sends me a message. And he sends me a, a GIF, a moving picture of Kevin Hart, like with a real strange look on his face. And then the next message he sends to me is your article about us. <laughs> he, he apparently reads the blog, which is good. And he came to me and he said, dude, is he crazy? I go, yes. And I agree with him. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: so I, just, I thought that was pretty interesting so apparently our reach is bigger than we think,
3: I told, I, think. I told you that we have a ton you actually hit a lot of toronto people over the last uh, month or so with some of those articles
0: that's nice And Joe, oh. what's your wish buddy what's your wish um. Season.
1: Before I answer this question, can you guys just uh, do me a favor and let me down easy? Is it possible to get a high draft pick and make the playoffs at the same time? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> it is not. I, this team
2: makes the playoffs, okay, when, we are in a lot of trouble.
1: <laughs> okay, I just want
2: to say <laughs> this they, before I say this. They think, buy at the deadline. <laughs> I,
1: I have this insatiable need for playoff hockey. Am I crazy? Yes, I am. But I think the one wish that I want to – it goes against everything that I said about wanting this team to go and do something uh, in terms of tanking and getting the pick. But you really really want my wish. I want this team to make the playoffs because I want to watch playoff hockey and I make more money now than I did. <laughs> I make more money now so I'm going to go to a random playoff game. That, right, I don't well, care. Yeah, well, I want yeah it. Yep, yep.
0: you ruined it. You ruined it. <laughs> <laughs> now, I'm a,
1: look. I'm a New York I'm a New York Mets fan. I don't enjoy many things.
0: I enjoy plenty of, the of time with morning. Right <laughs> <laughs> Let
3: me guess. A Jets, are you a Jets fan too? Die hard. I don't enjoy <laughs> sports at all. <laughs> Listen, honestly, <laughs> only if you were to be an Islanders fan would you would you hit the loser trifecta. <laughs>
1: Oh, I know. Yeah, it's not me. That's my dad.
3: (laughs) I'm I'm
0: sorry. Your dad's a good guy. I apologize. (laughs) (laughs) Listen, I'm not not arguing with you. On a a more serious note, thank you to everyone out there that listens to this podcast. Thank you to everyone out there that reads all our content. Thank you for coming to the site. Thank you for being, you know, loyal listeners and loyal readers. And it's been a great adventure in 2018. And we hope that in 2019, things just, you know, keep building more views and more good fortune for the guys at Forever Blue Shirts. And of course, and thank you for keeping this all together as always,
3: buddy. Absolutely. Thank you guys for all you do and for contributing to the site and I appreciate all your talents and please everyone who's listening foreverblueshirts.com. That's the website. Please come and visit us, read our content, join our community, start commenting. You know, we even like to be abused in the comment section. It's so much (laughs) fun when people call us idiots. It's you have no idea. It's great.
0: (laughs) It means they're reading the content too. Yes, it does. It's true. Um, It's been great working with you guys. JL, thank you for being on the podcast pretty regularly. Kevin, thank you for joining me and filling in that one time and then sticking around. For, this, for, you this, get for giving this, me all, opportunity. All. <laughs> but in all seriousness, have a great new year, everyone. Enjoy the Winter Classic tomorrow if you're watching with friends and family. Uh, have a great time tonight. If you're going out, stay safe. And I hope everyone has a happy and healthy new year. And we will see you in 2019 with our next show. And let's go Rangers, but not too much because we need to get Jack used. Okay, bye. <laughs> happy New Year. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>
3: And let's go, Raider
1: Nation. It's me, Evan Grote, host of Just Pod Baby. Join me as I bring you the latest news on your Las Vegas Raiders. On Just Pod Baby, I will give you my thoughts on all things silver and black. And of course, you can expect to receive the best information from top-notch guests. Be sure to listen to Just Pod Baby, a Las Vegas Raiders podcast, part of the Silver and Black Today Media Group. Hey, everyone, this is Stan Wangler from Just Thinking. Stop on by this week and listen to some of the great podcasts we have lined up for you. Two in particular are really good shows. One is called Are We Driving Ourselves Insane? Well, are we? And the next one is called Have You Been Having a Bad Day? Did you have a bad day? Well, if you did, this is the show for you. And I bet you, when you get done listening, you'll feel a lot better. So join us.